Welcome back. We're on the couch with Akila Riley Richardson, and we're talking about couples and how couples deal with emotions. And on our last segment, we were talking about how easy it is for us to get caught up into a cycle where I get upset, you get upset, and now we keep, we pursue each other, attacking each other verbally. But we're not talking about what's at the root yeah. of what's going on. We're not talking about what's our primary emotion, and we're not getting vulnerable. We're not putting ourselves there and taking the risk. So in this segment, we want to talk about what should we do next. You know, when I think about when things are getting really toxic in a relationship and when we're fighting all the time, we need to cease fire. C-E-A-S-E. C, -E -S -E. C identify the cycle. What so let's talk about the cycle. Yes. So there are different cycles we mentioned before. You can have a pursuer and withdraw withdrawal. One person is going after the other person. Another person says, okay, I'm going to keep avoiding you because it's just too difficult to be around you. Yeah. We also have like withdraw withdraw. Sometimes we both comfortably just disengage. Give each other the cycle. Yeah. <laughs> I am just not going to talk to you. So you are here. You were supposed to come last night. You didn't come. Mm -hmm. And now you show up in my life as though you didn't break a promise. You don't talk about it. I don't talk about it. Yeah. Yeah, so we just kind of disengage totally. Very unhealthy. So we want identity, and that's, those are just two of the cycles. There are many others, but the first thing is C, identifying the cycle. E, emotions. What are the emotions that are really underlying here? As and I, these are the primary emotions. Yep. So yep. in that situation, it is you told me you were going to come and you didn't show up. This might trigger for me times in the past that people said to yep. me, I will come and show up for you and they don't show up. Yep. So I'm really angry about what you did, yep. but beneath all of that, I'm being re-triggered from how maybe in my parental family, people didn't show up for me. My friends don't show up for me. So what I'm reacting to is you, plus a whole set of other stuff that you don't even know about. And that creates sadness and fear. And I'm glad you mentioned about things from the past because that takes me into E attachment so with regard to attachment we look at the attachment injury in the relationship but we also look at the person's attachment needs and the way in which um it's used by, in my past uh, unfulfilled attachment needs are featured in my relationship now so let's talk about what attachment is um, mm -hmm. attachment is a word that we use in our field often and we really clear about what it means but when we talk about attachment we're talking about how you form relationships um, and, and we all have the need to form relationships, yeah. all of us. But throughout our lives, we've gotten very clear messages about how relationships are formed and how they're broken. Mm -hmm. So attachment needs are those fundamental things yeah. that we need to connect with each other. Most definitely. If I connect with you, then I need to feel safe. That takes me to S, feeling safe in the relationship. When I expose my primary emotions like, and I, I talk about my core attachment needs, then what do you do with it? How do you convey safety? Yeah. yeah. And in order to convey safety, one of the things you have to do is to convey empathy, right? Put yourself in the person's shoes and let the person know you are heard and you're, and you're heard and you're understood. Can we go back to S for a little bit? Safety? Because okay. I think this has a lot to do with our vulnerability as well. So I put myself out there and I say to you, listen, when you did not show up, this is what happened. I've now taken that risk. I've been vulnerable. An unsafe condition is when somebody says, but you will get over that yet? And mm. you know how always come home? Mm. So you have just trivialized nice. this yeah. person taking this risk and therefore that space is not safe. Mm -hmm. And the next time that something like that happens, that person is less likely to choose the path of vulnerability. What they will do is probably choose the path of pursuer yes. or withdrawal. 
Yeah. Or, so, or both. Or both. <laughs> <laughs> now, the, your partner who has said to you, but you know, as always come, may not really be, may not be his intention or her intention to injure you. Mm -hmm. To that person, it might be a matter of fact because their ways of connecting with people, they grew up or they've come into a place where they are very frank with what's going on, but it still hurts and now makes the space not safe. Yep, most definitely. And grammatically, once I communicate to you that something is that something has happened to me, I want you to tell me that you understand. I want you to. I want to know that you care. And of course, different relationships have different uh, methods of communicating. Really, um, empathy. Everybody is different. Every yeah. style is different. Whatever works in that relationship, that person must feel heard and understood. And and I know sometimes couples get trapped in this process. And sometimes you need um, somebody alongside to witness you know, to, to help to validate, to, to help to differentiate the emotions, to create metaphors, to, to ease the path to resolution. Someone who's not in the cycle, and that's where the therapist and our work becomes really important, because yep. we're not in it. Yep. So we can step, we can stand from, from outside and say, this is your cycle. We can step outside and say, cease. Cease fire. <laughs> cease fire. <laughs> I want to touch on something that you just said too. We talked about um, um, understanding. Now, sometimes I can't understand because it doesn't make sense to me. So when we say understand, we're not asking couples to lie and pretend that this makes sense if it doesn't make sense to you, but to understand that this is hurtful for me. To accept that it is hurtful because you said it is hurtful and you're not going to lie to me. If it hurts you, tell me it hurts me. So if you can't understand why it's hurtful, that's okay, but to understand that it's hurting the other person and they need safety. And sometimes it's difficult to connect with why you're hurt, but it's just but it's easy, it's easy to connect with the, the expression of hurt, the experience of hurt, I should say. So you know what it feels to feel invalidated. You know what it feels to be hurt. You know what it feels to, to, to be afraid. Can you connect with that? Mm -hmm. And then react from that, respond from that place. So we are encouraging couples to cease fire. <laughs> <laughs> to really look after yourself and break these unhealthy, unproductive cycles of conflict and chaos that happens in our relationships. Thank you so much for Akila. It's always fantastic when we sit on this couch. Um, and thank you so much for joining us today. Take care. Hello and welcome to On The Couch, a weekly video series where we talk about a range of mental health issues that affect us here in Trinidad and Tobago. My name is Tracy Rogers and On The Couch with us today is Akilah Riley Richardson. Today we're talking about the F word in relationships. So we're talking about feelings. And feelings are often um, difficult to talk about, oftentimes because they're difficult for us to understand ourselves. And so when you have two persons in an interaction with two different sets of feelings building or working on a committed relationship it is often the source for a lot of misunderstandings conflicts um, and could be a lot of trauma and turmoil so today we want to get real about feelings in relationships and I think one of the things that we need to talk about with regards to feelings is how hard for us 
is how hard it is for us to access those feelings that are aligned with vulnerability. Right. We often communicate anger in relationships. We often communicate frustration in relationships. But how many of us say things like, I'm afraid, you yeah. know, I'm sad. So let's talk about what vulnerability is, because it's a big word that we can often get lost with. So when we talk about vulnerability, we're talking about the ability or the risk of saying, this is how I feel or this is where I am. And it means that I'm putting myself out there. Mm -hmm. So we're showing up and putting myself out there and running the risk of being rejected or trivialized. Yep. yep Taken yep, for yep. granted or dismissed. Yep, yep. So it is an enormous risk. So we have had conversations about primary and secondary emotions before. And we said your primary emotion is the emotion that you decide the root of what's going on with you. And the secondary emotion is the easier emotion to express. So oftentimes when we're in an interaction with a partner, we are hurt and it's easy for us to express anger and that anger we express may not be the primary relationship the primary emotion because the primary emotion means that i have to show up and say something that puts myself out there most definitely and in our line of work you see when we meet couples who are basically speaking secondary emotion we have to get them to engage in a process of emotional deepening get deeper what else is there and emotional differentiation separate some people just say just feel angry what else is there? Or just feel bad. What else is there? What else is happening? And getting deeper and deeper and deeper to reveal what is the real injury in the relationship. When that real injury is revealed, when you take that risk, how does the other person hear it and hold it? Right. You know, what does that other person say to make me feel safe now that I've taken this particular risk? Because when I'm when I when I when I take this risk, I need you to respond in some way to make me feel like, to make me feel safe. So vulnerability cannot happen without some sort of emotional safety. Definitely. For me to show up and say, when you don't answer your text or when you don't answer your phone after we agreed that we will touch base and I don't hear from you for two days or for a day. I feel fearful. Yeah. It is easier for me to say, see you? What wrong with you? Da, 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 and get yep. into this whole thing. And then that person who hears that you are upset because I didn't check in goes into the secondary emotion. What wrong, what wrong with you? Instead of saying, when you behave like that, I feel as though you don't trust me. And a nasty cycle begins. We get into, sometimes we get into pursue or pursue. I go after you, you come after me. Or I pursue, 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 and I pull away. You know, I shut down, I stonewall, I don't want to hear you anymore. Yeah, and that's how, when we don't speak secondary, when we don't speak primary emotions, sorry, we speak secondary, we find ourselves in these very, very unhealthy cycles of conflict in our relationships. So we're going to close off then this segment with that thought, with that understanding that we can easily find ourselves in an unhealthy cycle in our relationships, in, our, in couples, yeah? Mm -hmm. And to break that cycle, we need to put some things in place. We need to create a safe space and we need to address what is at the heart of the matter. We need to have these primary emotions conversations. So we, in our second segment, we're going to pick up with that and we're going to talk about some things that you can do in your relationships to break that unhealthy cycle. Thanks so much for joining us. Take care. Yeah.